Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. All right, so I have uh, one of the OG coaches here with me at the facility for the first time. Um, we were talking about this last night at dinner. It's been almost two years. Almost two years, Almost two years with Boom Boom Performance. Yeah, it's crazy. And Tori hit her two year yesterday, which she didn't even tell me. But um, she said two days ago, "Oh, it's coming up." And then we're at dinner, and, and then Shannon's last night, like, yeah, buy her a shot. It's it's today. I was like, what? <laughs> so um, I watched jealously. <laughs> I know. So we'll, we'll be able to take a shot when you hit your two year because right now it's prep mode. Hell yeah. Um, but we've had a, a pretty crazy week of personal development. So the biggest takeaway or the things I want to dive into with these podcasts, this is number one of the three that we'll do with the coaches, um, is just kind of reflect on the week and talk about what we do and, and dive into our process so the people who are here can kind of have a, a third chance since you've been on the podcast twice of like to get to know more about you, to get to know like the way your mind works when we are doing all these things. Because we've kind of dived dived into business we've dived into coaching we've dived into some personal stuff we've kind of opened up we've done a lot and then today we get to go even further and you guessed it unfortunately i was trying to keep a surprise escape room so we're gonna <laughs> get some strategy and some team building here see who see who uh steps up and see who gets frustrated um but i want to start with your biggest takeaways and i mean you can have one you can have three it, it doesn't matter to me i just want to kind of like hear your reflection of everything we've done from the setting 90 day outcomes to the personal development with Andreas to um, the coaching development side where we started like really working on our systems, everything from this weekend or this week, I guess, because it's in the middle of the week. What has been your your biggest takeaway so far? Yeah, I mean, as far as starting with the 90 day outcomes, um, I'm, we've obviously done that before as a team and like talked about goal setting and creating our own strategies like personally and through the business. But just the opportunity to do that in person with you was really cool because it just reminded me that, you know, I have you to lean on and I have the team to lean on and connecting with a coach in that way again, because, you know, sometimes I look at you as more of like a boss and a coworker and just like, you know, a friend in the space and stuff. But it was nice to have that one-on-one -on -one time with you more in a full-on men mentor role to actually like break things down and challenge me a little bit. Um, so I really love doing that and kind of going with that. One of my big takeaways from just this whole week together is finding your tribe and finding people to lean on is so, so important. And like, along with that, like asking for help is okay. And it's something you should do, mm -hmm. right? Because we all have our own shit for <laughs> lack of a better term. Yep. Like we all have our weaknesses, we all have our own strengths. And if you can really look for your tribe through following your own passions and finding your purpose and things like that, you will just have that support system always. And I think that's just so, so important. So I was like really, really reminded of that this week, which was 
awesome. Made me feel really good. Feel like I'm on the right path and all that stuff. So I love it. I, I'm like I told you guys, I've been like shifting my schedule around before this so that now I can have more calls with you guys, have more mentoring with you guys. And I'm really excited to take you guys through these next 90 days and then mm -hmm. take a break because we always like to deload after like setting big goals and then set the next goals and just keep growing throughout the year. Um, and it's actually something I've been pushing a lot of my clients to do too is like set goals, get clear, understand your purpose, understand the passion, kind of everything we talked about yesterday and just push. I think when Andres was going through like, I think he had, he had challenge, he had like take action, inspire, like all those like mm -hmm. six things oh, that yeah. you got to focus on. I think the challenge one is really, really important. I think a lot of people don't challenge themselves enough. And I think part of that is is because of what you said, like they don't have a tribe, they don't have people to lean on. And I used to be in this mode of like this, like I think I mentioned like the whole self-made thing yesterday. And it's like, fuck them. I'm going to do it on my own. I don't care. And then I just, just kind of surrendered to that and accepted that, you know what? Like I'm way better when I'm working with people. I'm way better with a coach. I'm way better with a mentor. I'm way mm -hmm. better with a team. It's like, why not take, leaps and bounds compared to little steps if you can have people around you um, and obviously that applies to the clients too like have a coach have somebody yeah. to work with well and just like setting 90 day outcomes in itself like we didn't necessarily set like end of 2020 goals like I think we've all done that individually when we talked about it at the end of like December mm -hmm. but I really liked doing 90 day goals because it it just kind of blew my mind like oh shit, I can do, I can totally crush this in 90 days. So I'm already like excited about the 90 days after that. And like where we're mm -hmm. all going to be as a team at the end of 2020, because it like challenges you in a different way to think a little bit shorter term. Mm -hmm. And then just shows you how much more you can actually accomplish too. I think long term. Yeah. That was like my whole goal with a lot of that new year's resolution shit I was yeah, talking about was yeah. just, you know, like don't just set a habit that you're going to start like think year long and then break that up into 90 days. Cause I love having that big picture year long, like you yeah. said, cause it gives you like, it's, it's kind of like your North star, but it's like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Like that's a far way away. Like I'd much <laughs> rather break that down and say like, okay, in the next 90 days, 12 weeks, three months, like let's, let's crush this. And you can usually like, sometimes it's good. Like when we were setting goals, there was a couple times, especially like Adam, I poked him to do more. Cause I was like, come on, dude. Like you can push more, you can push more in it. And it kind of makes you like level up and step up that. Exactly. Ante. You get nervous, but you realize like after the first 90 days, you're like, fuck, I can do so much more than I realized in such a short period of time that your year long goal kind of grows as the year goes on. Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Right. Right. So, and I think that's important with clients too. I think like we're really big on long-term su success and sustainability and stuff. But I think that, um, and actually I think as we're recording this tomorrow, a nutritional periodization podcast comes out. So by the time you're listening to this, people like it already came out, but I talk about that in there where it's like, you need that year long thought process of sustainability, but you should be able to know what you're doing in the next eight to 12 weeks. Because for like fat loss, it's like a year long, like that's tough, like break it into phases, get excited. But the problem with most companies, which is kind of what we're going to dive into next is like, with most companies, they only think of that short term. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because after the 12 weeks, it's like, okay, see you later. And then they're like, now what? Right. Whereas what we do is like, okay, like let's crush these next eight, 10, 12 weeks, 16 weeks. But we have this big picture in mind so that we know what comes next. Yeah, exactly. Um, so biggest takeaway for you is basically have a tribe, set goals. Um, I'm excited to hear that the, the whole thing with me and the 90 day goals and mentorship, cause I'm excited about that too. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like this whole weekend, we've talked a lot. Like, uh, I, I keep saying this word tailored, like this process of tailoring the diet to an individual, tailoring the coaching to an individual and kind of this art of coaching idea. Um, what does that mean to you? What does tailoring 
or tailored coaching mean to you? Individualized coaching? Like, what is that to you? To me, that really means every new person I talk to, every new client that we bring in to our team is a blank slate. So just because maybe somebody fits, you know, this type of exercise, this age group, like this general lifestyle trend or whatever, we don't just put them in a box because of they fit X, Y, and Z, right? It's really like, oh, but, you know, Lizzie is like this and um, she likes this type of exercise and this is really important to her and she has this kind of family and job situation, right? And so all those things come into play. So we don't just prescribe or recommend things because of a box that you check, right? It really is like you are an individual. What I think works for me doesn't matter. What I think works for Joe doesn't matter. It's what works for you specifically because this is so silly to say, but like you're unique, (laughs) but it really does become super important with nutrition and fitness because everyone is unique and everyone is going to have different strengths and weaknesses and need something a little tailored to them to be truly individualized. I think one of the biggest problems is, so like I talked about, uh, I don't know if you saw that post I did on functional training, like what is functional? And I said, oh yeah, I said functional is the new, like if it fits your macros yeah. or the flexible, you know what I mean? Cause like, it was like flexible dieting is really smart. And now it's kind of like, okay, flexible dieting because if it fits your macros kind of like turn into a buzzword. Right. And unfortunately, and functional is kind of that way too. Um, it's almost yeah. like overly used. And I almost feel like individualized is becoming that way. Like everybody's grabbing onto it. And it's like, oh, I individualize this. I individualize this. And I don't think a lot of people understand what that really means. Um, and I think like as I kind of dissect what you're saying, it's so much more than calculating your macros. Like a lot of people can tailor the macros to you because they understand formulas and science. But I think especially watching you guys grow, I see more and more and more of this, which really gets me excited. And like all the things we talked about yesterday of like what we can do better with our systems. I don't think we touched on macros once. It had nothing to do with macros. No, we didn't at all. <laughs> it, was, it was all about kind of, like, again, the art of coaching, right? So like tailoring our responses, tailoring our accountability, tailoring um, the trackers, but not from a formula standpoint, the, from the standpoint of how can we make this easier on the client? And how can like, yeah, that client have the most specific experience with you and how can you connect more? And because mm-hmm. that's a huge part of individualized coaching too. It's like, yeah, I can send you macros based on like your age, height, weight, et cetera. But it's the relationship and me getting to know you is how I'm going to actually tailor my coaching to you mm-hmm. yeah, more than anything else. It's it's And it's all that communication and mm-hmm. that response. And even like, we have we have a lot of systems that are kind of like engraved because they work but mm-hmm. even those we were like okay well if there's this type of client we have to tweak this this and this or we have to remove this because we don't want to overwhelm them or we have to add this because they need more specificity um and i think that's like one of the powerful things in what you're saying is that everybody is different from an age perspective from a gender perspective from a goals perspective from a adherence perspective from a stress perspective from a life perspective like it's just endless. And I think mm-hmm. that too many people, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this because I think we all get frustrated with templated stuff. Um, oh. <laughs> I think that like we can all have like templates in our head as to how we start the process of systemizing for a client. But 
if you have a template or an algorithm that works for everybody, it works for nobody, really, because now we're removing all the ability to tweak it to all these different factors that come into play. And for some people, and I always say it's like kind of like a range. Some people are like, how, how specific do your nutrition plans get? And it's like, well, there's a range of how much specificity you even need because I can give you the most detailed program in the world, but if it's just going to overwhelm you, what's the fucking point? Like, let's regress that down to like two simple steps and like build and progress to specificity over six months because that's mm -hmm. what's going to create sustainability. Um, and I think it's like almost like this war against algorithms. Like, I feel like we're in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like tailored coaching ebbs and flows with the client. As my clients progress, I'm going to change things. Kind of like what you said, right? Like a template isn't really going to change as you grow. Like we were talking about yesterday, how we have clients come back mm -hmm. because like maybe we worked with them for six to 12 months and like they crushed it and we had a plan for them to continue on solo. But then they come back even like months and months later because they're like, okay, I have a new goal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it up a notch. And now like, I need you again to like, take me to that next level. Mm -hmm. And so we can do all of that. Like we can work with someone who's brand, brand new. Like I had someone ask me on the sales call, like what are macros, you know, like that's, I'm like, sweet, this is going to be so fun. Like yeah. we're, you know, like really breaking it down, like totally different style than someone who comes to me and they're like, well, I've had six coaches in the past and I liked this. I didn't like this. And now I want to do this. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. That's like the total other end of the spectrum. We're, those two plans are, are going to look nothing alike when I send them to the person and they're going to even look more different in like six months from yeah. now. You know what I mean? By like it's, it. yeah, it's fun. Like that's honestly one of the reasons I love my job so much. Cause it is, it's exciting. It's challenging and you get to connect with like a crazy range of people. Mm -hmm. And that was, what was cool about yesterday. We were both, using uh two clients that we both had come back to each of us mm -hmm. as examples in like the discussion we were having and it was cool because it wasn't because they fell off it was because they maintained and they were ready to push harder yeah and i think that just goes to show that another aspect of this whole tailored talk is education like how can we empower and, and teach these people so much that they feel confident leaving like i was talking about my purpose yesterday behind all this was to remove that insecurity of what to do with the diet or what to do with the training program and mm -hmm. give them autonomy so they can go and do it on their own eventually. Because I struggled going from program to program or diet to diet to diet until I ha found somebody that would teach me what I needed to do so I could become my own coach. And I like, I want to build coaches out of people. And I think that's the difference between what we do and what a lot of other companies do, where it's like a timeline, a, uh, a process where it's like, we're going to lose as much weight as possible to get a great before and after picture. So you are happy. And then it is what it is. Yeah. But those people never come back. Yeah. And that's totally. the problem. That is literally like why I became a coach. Cause I was working with a coach years and years ago and they never explained anything. And I was just like, I had a coach, but I was still confused and I didn't know where I was going. And I didn't know why I was going in this random direction. And that was like, after that experience, I was like, I'm going to do this myself because this is crazy. <laughs> like you, what? <laughs> you know, what's funny is like, I kind of did this on purpose. Um, but it wasn't like I was seeking this out. Like it wasn't a mm. question in my interview process for anybody, but <laughs> like I almost sought out coaches who had experiences with bad coaches on purpose because I've had a lot of bad experiences with coaches yeah. before I became coach. And when I first started coaching and my goal with that is, is like, 
if you can experience what not to do, you truly understand what to do in order to help somebody. So like you've been in that position where you were insecure, didn't have the guidance, didn't have the accountability, didn't have the systems, and it put a bad taste in your mouth. Mm -hmm. But that bad taste was motivation. Oh, yeah. Versus like, fuck fitness, fuck nutrition. I'm just not going to do this stuff. <laughs> right. right? Um, have you ever heard that saying, everyone you meet in life is either a friend or a teacher? Mm, no, I haven't, but I fucking love Isn't that. Isn't that great? I care. I think it was on one of my insight timer meditation courses, but yeah, I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Cause if you look at, you know, we all have those people that maybe you had like a bad blood experience mm -hmm. or whatever, but if you look at it as a teaching moment, which like in our positive focus journaling, mm -hmm. like, you know, you have me do that and stuff. And it's such a growth mindset way of looking at things. Like, Absolutely. what can I learn from this? And Let's I dive love back that in. saying, you're either a friend or a teacher. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like that saying, I was saying it to, I think it was last night I was saying it to some, Adam, um, but it's like, uh, don't fail until you get it right, fail until you can't get it wrong. Like a, that's another one of those oh. aspects where it's like, instead of looking at failures as a bad thing, it's like, just keep failing until you learn every way not to do it. And then you'll figure out exactly how to do it. Um, I love that though. That's a really good saying. Okay. So the yeah. last thing I want to uh, cover is the, like your word for 2020 or your focus for 2020, because I've been doing this with clients. I've done this with the whole team, just for people listening. I encourage you to do it is having like every year you go into the year and you almost have like a word of focus. And we even set words for each area of our life as far as mm -hmm. our 90 day outcomes as well. But I think having like one word to go into the new year and keep that almost like in the back of your head. So every action you take, everything you set forward to do that's your like kind of your compass and that's like your guiding motivation. That's your guiding word. Um, it almost gives you that integrity going into those actions. So um, you had a really good one. So I want you to share that with everybody is like your word for 2020. Yes. I have a goal board at home on my whiteboard in my home gym. And so I write all my year end 2020 outcomes that I want to see on there. And then front and center, I wrote authenticity. And so that is my word for 2020. I want all the actions I take, all of like the social media posts I do, I want it to really feel like it's aligning with my true self. Like I want to get better at listening to my gut, trusting my instincts. And along with that, like getting back to, you know, putting others first more often and just like really being, being the most authentic version of me, which is also going to push me to do some self-discovery. And I think face some hard truths about, you know, my own weaknesses this year too. But I'm looking at that as a learning experience for the year as well. I mean, I, it, it is going to be learning. Cause I, like we were talking about yesterday when we were doing some vulnerability work and things. And like, I, I do think I have kind of lost that. Like, how do I know if I'm being true to myself and like, how, you know, how do you get back to listening to your gut and trusting yourselves and knowing what's the best path for you. So I'm really excited to just kind of use that as my motivation for the year. And, and I think I'll grow a lot this year. I'm really pumped about 2020. Yeah. going to be good. We're, yeah. We've hinted at a few things in these last couple of weeks of podcasting. We are today too, but we got some big things coming. Um, yes. I really, I really appreciated uh, the way you went about the authenticity thing, because when you first said authenticity, my first reaction was like, why? Cause you're very authentic. So to me, I'm like, I was, I was really gonna be like, no, like find something that's deeper. <laughs> but then the way you explained it was like, it wasn't necessarily like 
I feel like I'm being unauthentic to people. It was more like I need to find more authenticity to myself. I need to be real with mm -hmm. myself because I think that's the biggest struggle. Um, you're very real with your clients. And we've had discussions about this where mm -hmm. sometimes it can be hard, but you have to be realistic to be a good coach. Um, I think you're very authentic to your husband. You're very authentic to the team. But I think the hardest person, and I literally used examples of myself mm -hmm. yesterday, so I can agree with this. The hardest person to be real with is yourself because that's where you have to kind of check yourself to grow and to challenge yourself and to critique yourself and give yourself feedback that's sometimes hard to hear yeah, and really hard to find because I think kind of digging in and searching in your own inner being to find authenticity and, and accept authenticity is, is difficult at times. And it can be uncomfortable. Very yeah, uncomfortable. Like what we were talking about yesterday was like how sometimes we get like selfish with our fitness and nutrition goals. And I said, you know, a hundred percent, I'm being like crazy selfish right now with prepping for another show in February, like my poor husband. And, you know, so it's, that's actually kind of what sparked it. I'm like, wow, I'm being really selfish. Like, is this just because of a specific goal? Like I need to look into this more. I need to dig deeper. And that's kind of actually what got me on the path to being like, what is most important to me? Who am I? And diving into authenticity for the year. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think everybody listening can have like a lot of big takeaways from this first episode on the, I don't even know what we'll call this, the team meetup roundup, but mini-sode. Um, the, the mini-sode. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, takeaway one was find your tribe, uh, focus for the year was authenticity and, uh, I'm not going to dive into what you define tailored coaching as, cause there was a lot inside there, but <laughs> Long story short, guys, it is important. Caroline, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomperformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at Cody at BoomBoomPerformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation. Jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.